Direct from the Broski Nation headquarters in Los Angeles, California, this is the Broski Report with your host, Brittany Broski. Hello to all and to all a hello. I, about two and a half hours ago, decided to do a little num-nummies on a little Eddie. Okay, I went numb mode in the <laughs> I went numb mode in the Eddie zone. Guys, you've never gone numb mode in the Eddie zone? When you numbled on some edibles? <laughs> have you never ever thought of it? Remember those girls from middle school who would have that white shit in the corner of their mouths? I really am wishing them the best today. Cause I know it was part of having braces. It like gathered. Every time I take an edible, I get cotton mouth and I start thinking about how I wish I had braces. Okay, and we're back. Welcome back to regularly scheduled programming here on the BBC, Brittany Broski channel, the BBCN, the BBCNN, MSNBC, ABC, TLC. Okay, put that on a fucking t shirt. Wait, come to your live tonight, ladies and gentlemen. What was I talking about? This is going to be awful. Also, if y'all hear it in the background, I'm doing laundry because I'm an adult. Oh, my God. I had this thing last night. I was laying in bed and I was like, you know what I haven't really ever thought about is that, like, we get to do stuff. Like, I fly to Nashville tomorrow. I get to go to Nashville. Like, if you start to think about life like you're still in seventh grade and, like, you got permission to do something or, like, you can do something without worrying about it or, like, for fun, like, oh, my, yes, we get to do it. If you treat everything in life as, like, a little reward like that, completely changes your perspective. Like, I get to drive around in my car. I get to lose, listen to my own music. I get to go get a cute little snack. From the 7-Eleven on the corner. From the 7-Eleven on the corner. You ever worked on the corner? So today, this was my idea, guys. To be completely just transparent once again. Um, oh, Lord, my nipples are almost out. Good night. Could you imagine? I get banned from YouTube. Remember that picture of Nick Jonas's nipples? Why were they so big? Nick Jonas, why were they so big? Oh, I did move forward with consuming <laughs> three five milligram pieces of, uh, what was it? Fruit. It's called Fruit. And it's an edible brand. And it tasted like Blue Raz. I was doing the Blue Razzle, okay? We're going Blue Razzle, razzle-dazzle mode on my tongue, on my tongue meat. On my tongue nubs. What about that tongue meat? I know tongue meat would be lean. Tongue meat helper, hamburger helper, tuna fish helper. You know what I really wanted to do? This is what I've been trying to fucking say for it feels like 30 minutes and it's been four minutes. I couldn't tell you a single goddamn thing that I've talked about yet. Like, can you shut the fuck up? What the actual fuck have I said in the last five minutes? That's going to send me into a spiral. Like, stop talking. Shut the fuck up. What I wanted to do with you guys. Hey, guys, I took three. I took 15 milligrams of an edible. I want to do the New York Times daily daily crossword. Okay, we're going to take that from the top. I want to do the New York Times daily mini crossword. Brooke got me absolutely addicted to these things. I do one every day. 
New York Times daily mini. Jarvis, show me this guy's balls, please. Daily mini crossword puzzle. Play. Oh, I already did it. Okay, we're going to do the next one. Okay, guys, this is, I literally don't give a shit. Everyone's going to help me in the next 10 minutes. Okay, here is the Daily Mini for the New York Times. Everyone's going to help me, or you're going to see how good I am at this. This will be a little three-minute segment. Everyone help. Shout it out wherever you are in your car if you're working. Help me solve this. And then I'm going to talk about something really serious, okay? Because we're finally going to get to the seven deadly sins. But first, we have to do the daily mini. <laughs> One across. A stunt bike sport for short. S-B-S. Title with an apostrophe directly in the middle. It's four letters. Ma'am. Something Karenina, a Tolstoy novel, four. Anna Karenina. Fluffy Indian bread, six cross, four. Nan. S stay right there. It's three letters? Stay right there? Three letters? Anybody? Shout it out. Feel free to shout it out. We'll come back to you. Battery for a remote, AAA. Fruit depicted by the circled letters. The circled letters right now read S-A-N-A -A something A. And it's a fruit, so I'm assuming I have this first one wrong because that's actually going to be banana. BMX. That's what the stunt bike sport was, guys. It was not SDS, SBS, which is what I put in the first place because I'm fucking stupid. Marvel Comics Mutant X Man. Got it. Next. Title with a. Yep. Okay. Motherfucker, we did that. Stay right there. Okay, four down. <laughs> Craze. And it's five and it's man mania. Okay, stay right there. Banana. It's a skill few have. And I'm so glad. I actually feel really spiritually connected to everyone right now. If you manage to get through any of that sentence, hearing me, because... I feel like I'm on the altar right now, actually. My brain just said, you feel like you're giving vows. If I were to give vows to my husband, I would not write a single thing down. It's coming off the dome. I'm doing a type five stand-up set at my wedding. You can, I'll guarantee you that right now. All right, Brittany Towers of Vows, great. I rip the mic out of his hand and I abandon him and I'm just walking towards the front of the, front of the altar. Like, so the thing about TikTok, chap, like that's fully... Unless I also marry a stand-up comedian, which I won't. I will not be marrying a stand-up comedian because why? I'm marrying Andrew Hosier-Byrne. Not marrying. I think marriage is sort of an antiquated institution. But I will be moving to Ireland. Uh, again, I hate to sort of keep beating a dead horse, but it is going to happen. And we will make plans to move the grocery report set to Ireland. Now, I did go ahead and solve the Daily Mini in 3 minutes and 32 seconds with the help of you all. Now, in this moment, I didn't feel like uh, uh, what I said before. I felt like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the actual fuck am I talking about? Like, zoom out for a minute. What the fuck am I ever talking about? 
I am so sorry to anyone who is listening who has ever listened. This is this this is truly brain rot. This is it does not get worse. This is rock bottom. Congrats, you found it. This is worse than normal darkness. It's extreme darkness. I need another SpongeBob tattoo. Okay, everyone, hope you got that out of your systems. The games are over. It's been 11 minutes of me talking literally out of my butthole. My butt flaps are just butt flap? Hey, what's a butt flap if you think about it, like anatomically? What's a butt flap maybe? We're going to learn about the seven deadly sins. I've been talking about it and I feel like right now I'm feeling really porous and spongy and like I can absorb anything. Okay. Oh my God. You know what else I've been waiting to Google with you guys? I saw this chilling, chilling image of something that I love, love in a sort of uh, historical fascination way, not love what happened. And of course I am talking about Chernobyl. I don't love the reactor melting. Okay. I love the lore behind it. And I love stuff like that. That's really macabre. Okay. And like, yeah, it's uninhabitable and it's one of the biggest examples of human failure, human error on a global scale. Okay. I love learning about it because it still remains to be revealed the full impact of something like Chernobyl. Are you hearing me, dude? It has yet to be discovered. We are messing with radiation when it comes to dentistry and, you know, healthcare today. I fully understand that. There are ways to utilize radiation in a way that is healing to the body. Radiation in its pure form at a site like Chernobyl, I literally always think of that poem that's like, it's just the story of Icarus of like, you start to believe you are the God. And then you fly too close to the sun and there will always be something there to, to knock you down. You know, that is now are Icarus and Achilles, the same person, Icarus and Achilles are both characters in Greek mythology In Greek mythology. Icarus photo up here is the son of Daedalus who flies too close to the sun and drowns when his wings melt because they're made of wax. The story of Icarus is sometimes used as a metaphor for someone who is too ambitious or tries to do something too risky. In Greek mythology, Achilles is the strongest warrior and hero in the Greek army during the Trojan War. The story of Achilles appears in Homer's Iliad and elsewhere. In Chapman's Homer's Iliad, book 16, that's XVI, 16, Icarus is Patroclus. The wings are Achilles' armaments, and flying too high is assaulting the walls of Troy. Didn't comprehend any of that last sentence there. Okay, so Achilles. Achilles, how did he die? Achilles is killed by an arrow. Oh my god, I have always interchanged Achilles' heel and, like, the story of Icarus as the same thing. Because I'm a big fucking dummy. Okay. Stupid, stupid. <laughs> when I don't remember intricate details of Greek mythology that I learned about in eighth grade. Stupid fool. Stupid imbecile, you stupid fool. Sometimes I see those TikToks that are making fun of the theater kid roommate and then I slowly came to the crippling 
horrifying realization that I have those tendencies and it's not something I'm proud of and it's something I'm actively trying to unlearn. Please, please give me grace. The ex-theater kid, like breaking into accents and thinking that it's really actually like you're killing them. Like, like you are absolutely killing this type five. No, dude, you are the worst person in the room and everyone's laughing because they're uncomfortable. Okay. If I'm actually in real life at a party and I see someone do that, oh my God, I think I would laugh because it would shock me. Or I would laugh because I would think they're being sarcastic if someone actually, but then again, that's me. Fully, 100% raw, raw dog me. <laughs> yep, that's me. I used to love that so Raven. I miss Raven Simone. What did she do? What happened to Raven Simone? She was my favorite cheetah girl. Galleria, dude, are you serious? Everyone was like, I'm Chanel, I'm Chanel. No, babe, I'm Galleria. I'm large and in charge. Cheetah Girls doesn't happen unless I happen, okay? And they learn that the hard way in Cheetah Girls too. Galleria said, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna write all the music. I'm gonna literally choreograph it. I'm on the piano, I'm on the guitar. Look guys, I've written this in four part harmony. Can I get 20 minutes of your time to come down and practice Amiga's Cheetahs? Sis, what was it? Friends for life? You can't give me 20 minutes to come practice these fucking harmonies. I would have left too. Galleria was totally in her right mind. She said, and she wasn't even evil about it. Like they saw her at the train station or she wrote her little note and she was like, I don't feel like I'm needed here. So I'm going to go home. And like, it wasn't really malicious. It was like, if you bitches can get your heads out of your asses so we can sing at this music audition festival, what are we doing here? Why are we in Barcelona? Get your head out of your ass, okay? Anyway, everyone thought they were Chanel No Girl. I'm Galleria. I am so Raven Simone coded. It's crazy how Raven Simone coded I am sometimes. I don't know if that's a bad thing. Like, I don't know what she did. This episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying for each? If you're an impulse buyer like me, then the answer is most likely no. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels those unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you got to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of 720 bucks in a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash broski report. That's rocketmoney.com slash broski report. Rocketmoney.com slash broski report. This episode is sponsored by Tinder. It is the place to be right now. The spring vibes are radiating and sizzling all over the place. Take control of your 2024 love life. Who knows, you may find yourself catching feelings and falling in love, or just finding someone who matches your energy. It has boundless possibilities where everything is possible. Seriously, team, it starts with a swipe. 
hop into your dating era. This is the best time on Tinder to find the most matches. So you have the most opportunities to find whatever it is you're looking for on Tinder. Hear me out. Tinder is the dating app to be on. It's easy, it's fun, it's got it all. Actually, it has all the profiles, the most possibilities to find the love of your night or someone to become a couple with. It's time to reignite that flame. Grab your phone, tap the download button, and make this your best year. Explore all the possibilities for yourself. Download Tinder today. What happened to Achilles' heel? If we're on the subject, let's get the real story. In the myths surrounding the war, Achilles was said to have died from a wound to his heel. And I'm going to read this like I'm on CNN. <laughs> Three, two. Good evening. We're here with the BBC N, FOX, MSNBC, ABC Christmas holiday special. Today, in the myths surrounding the war, Achilles was said to have died from a wound to his heel, ankle, or torso, yet to be confirmed, which was the result of an arrow, possibly poisoned, shot by Paris. The Iliad may be... <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh my God, I just got a wash over me of me being annoying. I just like looked at myself. I thought about looking at myself through one of these cameras and I just got the fucking ick for myself. That's the worst. When you zoom out to 0.5 and you're like, you're being so annoying. You are the most obnoxious, annoying person to ever live. And I'm like, God, you're right. You have a point. The Iliad may purposefully suppress the myth to emphasize Achilles' human mortality and the stark chasm between gods and heroes. More tonight. Okay, why are we talking about the Iliad, dude? All roads lead to the Iliad. All roads lead to the Iliad. Oh, Ophelia. What happened to Ophelia? Google, show me what happened to Ophelia. Ophelia in Hamlet is a character who was jilted by Hamlet in love, controlled by her brother Laertes and father Polonius, and ultimately broken mentally and drowned to death. Her character in the play represents femininity and fragility. <laughs> if you think about it, Ophelia is kind of like Ethel Kane in like a really real way. Okay. Oh, Ophelia, you've been on my mind, girl, like the flood. Whoa. The Lumineers front man. Y'all seen this young gentleman? He's kind of Wesley Schultz. Are y'all rocking with Wesley Schultz? Yes or no? Oh, I'm rocking with this version of, of Wesley Schultz. Oh, I just love, I love a man with long hair and a beard. That's literally, oh, wow. I just need that so bad. I might start crying. Like, to be really honest, I might start crying. Y'all gonna be upset if I start crying? And you know who's my dream man? You know who's my temporary 2024 dream man? Caleb Bresley. I I really like, and not even like this Caleb Presley, like he's kind of skinny there. I want this Caleb Presley. I want him. I could be so good for him. Okay? We could be so good together. Caleb, look at my, that is my boyfriend. That is my man. Look, he is just so cute. And his little curls at the end. Wow. I just did a YouTube video where I'm talking about some of my um, TikTok, tick, TikTok, 
TikTok. The arena's a clock. Beanie, you're a genius. Remember who the real enemy is. Duck. We're allies, remember? That was my that was my Finnick impression from Hunger Games. Both of those were Hunger Games impressions. We're allies, remember? Remember who the real enemy is. Duck. And then he throws the knife. What is he? Sam Claflin, stop doing an American accent challenge. We don't need it. We don't need it. Finnick did not need to have an American accent. You could have had your accent. Your accent is sexy. Stop trying to do an American accent. It's about to piss me off. Duck. <laughs> so like, it sounds a little bit like Jeremy Fragrance. Obsessed with it. I am utterly and horribly obsessed with it. When y'all watched Game of Thrones, who was your man? Some of y'all liked the sister fucker, uh, Jamie. And then there were there were Rob Stark girls, and then there were Jon Snow girls, and then there were the Hound girls, okay? And for the real freakos, the Night King, okay? The Night Kingos. For, for all you freak weirdos out there. Sick freak. We need to start bringing that back. If someone leaves like a hate comment, <laughs> hate from Australia, the way to respond to that is, I just lost my train of thought. That's actually really crazy. And that's so annoying. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind listening back to this. I could not tell you for the life of me what I was just talking about. Let me try to remember. Game of Thrones. A Night King girl. Oh, I was saying we need to bring, bring back calling people freak weirdos. Or, or sex freaks. Or you're a crazy freak. That's so good. Okay, backtrack, backtrack, Game of Thrones. Backtrack, I'm, I'm walking back through my mind. I'm shimmying back through the little hidden corridor in my mind, in my mind's eye. Game of Thrones, Jon Snow. I was a Jon Snow girl down. Kit Harrington down. And he's buff now. He's got these big arms and his hair is short and he's still got his beard. I love Kid Harrington. I love Kid Harrington. I love Kid Harrington. I always have. I also watched that kind of bad TV show he was in after that. It was also like medieval themed. And I think it was him and some other Game of Thrones um alumnus if you will and I watched it and he was so sexy in it but the plot was so boring I don't remember what it was called I also need to watch The Witcher Henry Cavill I love Henry Cavill if it's a Henry Cavill edit if it's a Vinry Vavil edit my fucking vampire god like we will want to suck your blood. Like, why do you do that? Walk it back. Walk it back. What were we talking about? Couldn't tell you. Let's Google the seven deadly sins. <laughs> okay. Okay. What the fuck? We have some cute drawings. Those aren't cute. They're kind of fucking scary, actually. Okay, here are the seven deadly sins. Say them with me. If you know them, sing along if you know it. Smoke them if you got them. Lust. Gluttony. Greed. Sloth. Wrath. Envy. Pride. 
Okay, lust, check. Gluttony, check. Greed, check. Sloth, check. Wrath, yeah, wrath, check. Uh, Envy, mm, yeah, check. Pride, check. We're seven for seven, team. All right, what'd you guys get on the seven deadly sins test? Did you guys pass? You have to have five or above to still be allowed in Broski Nation. But to join the Broski Nation Coventry, which let me see if I know what Coventry means. Coventry. That's actually going to be a city in England. Coventry definition. Yes, what does Coventry mean? The state of being banished or ostracized, excluded from society by general consent. Banishment, ostracism. I've always heard of the Coventry. That is just crazy, y'all. I feel so lucky to not have had to learn English as a second language because I would have fucking given up. English is so difficult and there's so many double meanings and there's so many different definitions and ways to say things. And especially with verbs, like it can mean 400 different things. I feel so like, oh my God, if I was, a, if I had to take English as a second language, I would be like, fuck this shit. I'm learning, like even German sounds easier than English. Okay, seven deadly sins. Let's read about them in detail. Seven deadly sins. Oh, God. All right, our options are Britannica, Wikipedia, simplycatholic.com, or bibleinfo.com. Let's go to bibleinfo.com. Lust. Let's go through it, guys. Bible study begins now. Broski Nation Bible study! Broski Nation Bible study. <laughs> okay, guys. Broski Nation Bible study begins in the mess hall in 30 minutes. Thank you. I used to love Bible study because no one would fucking talk. I'd be the only one talking, and my the Bible study leader would be like, Right, right. No, you are so right. I love attention. I used to love Bible study because guess what? I love attention. And every opportunity when you're in a group is an opportunity to perform. To try out some new, some new data. To try out some new data. Stop the count. Stop the count. Check her emails. Crooked Hillary. Crooked Hillary. We call her 90 degree angle hood Hillary. Lust. Lust is a strong passion or longing, especially for sexual desires. Ding, ding, ding! The Bible speaks about lust in 2 Timothy 2.22. Angel numbers. <laughs> Flee also youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. The Bible also mentions lust in the following verses. Job 31.1, Matthew, Philipp Philippians. James, Peter, and John. Chastity or self-control cures lust by controlling passion and levering, leveraging that energy for the good of others. Okay, here's the summary TLDR on lust. You need to not jerk it because that energy that you are that you have pent up, that sort of like uh, uh, nut that you have in the balls, that's supposed to be spewed onto others via goodness. So you're supposed to blue ball yourself and then ejaculate goodness on others. That's lust. Let's move on to gluttony. 
Gluttony is an excessive and ongoing eating of food or drink. Check. <laughs> okay, where are my eating disorder girls at? We're in the back. Let's get it, hopped up on it. Hey, get it, jump up on it. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, Therefore, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Additional Bible references for those that care include Psalm 78, Philippians, Proverbs, Proverbs, and 1 Corinthians. Temperance cures gluttony by implanting the desire to be healthy, therefore making one fit to serve others, okay? So after you've busted on everyone, you're going to go ahead and prepare a buffet. You're going to prepare a Vegas hotel-style buffet for the people that you splooged kindness on, okay? Step three, greed. Greed is an excessive pursuit of material goods. Tick-tock shop. Me with the chamoy pickle kit. Greed is an excessive pursuit of material goods. Me with my teamu <laughs> disintegral, disinte disintegrating bathing suit and my chamoy pickle kit, red 40 pickle. Okay, we're three for three right now with uh, lust, gluttony, and greed. The Bible says the following in Hebrews 13, 5. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself, capitals, has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Okay, so the lesson here is charity cures greed by putting the desire to help others above storing up treasure for oneself. The desire to help others above storing up treasure for oneself. Okay, consider this, I'm dragonborn. Consider this, my race, my species, are those of the dragon. I don't operate on normal human clocks and timescales, okay? I covet and hoard treasure on top of my little, my little gold coin pile, okay, with jewels and diamonds. And I'm one of those funny cartoon dragons that has one of those, the glass eye things that jewel uh, inspectors <laughs> have. You know what I'm talking about where they put it in their eye and they have a big white mustache and they like look at it and they're like, that's a 14 carat, darling. That should buy you a night on the town. You know those guys? And they always have aprons on. Jewelers, like just a jeweler. Above storing up treasure. Oh, I'm the cartoon dragon. Yes! We made it back! We made it back to where I was. I'm like the cartoon dragon, because I'm dragonborn, of me sitting on top of a comedically large pile of gold and jewels and treasures. And I've got one of those diamond jewel inspectors, and I'm looking at all my diamonds like that. And my nails are painted. And I'm purple, and I have a yellow belly. <laughs> Okay, I'm a purple dragon with a yellow belly. Like Spyro! Oh my god, I look like Spyro! <gasps> I look just like Spyro! That's him! Look, he's so really little! This is the new Spyro. Where's the old one? Yeah, he's really little! That's him! He's tiny! This is like the collegiate one. Yeah, he's my Spyro. I used to have Spyro on my, uh... Game Boy. Spyro's adorable. That's what I look like as a dragon, okay? I'm not one of those, like, fourth-wing Game of Thrones, like, actual dragons with, like, 
four legs and and wings and like all the spikes on their head. Like I'm I'm this fool. This is what I look like. Okay. When I say I'm dragonborn, I have little puss wings. And you go to the dragon doctor or you play on the dragon Wii and it says that you're obese. It says you have a BMI of 1,000. <laughs> you have a BMI of 15,000. <laughs> That's what the Wii Sport told us. Um, okay, back to the seven deadly sins. Greed, check. Sloth. Sloth is an excessive laziness or the failure to act and utilize one's talents. What if you don't have talents? What if you don't necessarily have talents? Sloth is, is an excessive laziness or the failure to act and utilize one's talents. Solomon spoke of sloth in Proverbs 6 6, saying, Go to the ant, you sluggard! <laughs> We're throwing slurs. We're throwing slurs around here on number four. We've landed at number four, sloth, in this in this beautiful list of all the seven deadly sins. This is actually going to be, go to the ant, you sluggard. S-L-U-G-G-A-R-D, sluggard. That is just horrible. Oh my God, if someone called me a sluggard, I'd be suicidal. That is about the meanest thing I can think of. That's mean. Y'all, that's mean. Sluggard? Go to the ant, sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. And then they throw a live slug on my face. Welcome to my face. Diligence. Okay, here's the lesson. Diligence or zeal cures slothfulness by placing the interest of others above a life of ease and relaxation. But here's my whole thing. I want a life of ease and relaxation. Why would you purposefully deny yourself that? That has always been my biggest qualm with any form of like self-flagellating or self-minimizing religions because it's like, what, dude? Like, what? Why would I deny myself the some of the only pathways of joy you know, like ease and relaxation? Hell yeah. Why would I be like, I don't deserve that. Everyone deserves that. And like good food. And fucking. That's crazy. Diligence or zeal cures slothfulness by placing the interest of others above a life of ease and relaxation. Why? Why is there something to cure that just kills me? I don't get it. Wrath. Here's number five. Wrath. The Bible speaks about wrath in Romans 12, 19. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. The Bible is so damn dramatic. I feel like I'm reading a damn Greek mythology story. I'm reading damn Percy Jackson. Not the damn Bible. That is just crazy to me. Romans 12, 19. Roman Roy 12, 19. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Who is the Lord going to smite? 
I'll be honest. I didn't finish the Bible. It's on my DNF. It's on my do not finish. Okay. Did not finish the Bible. Lost interest. No enemies to lovers. Okay. Adam and Eve never make up. Patience cures wrath by one first understanding the needs and desires of others before acting or speaking. Patience cures wrath. That's actually a, a good point, actually. I, I do like this one. This, this one I actually agree with. Patience cures wrath in a conversation or towards another person by one first understanding the needs and desires of others. Because it's life is just one big Drake and Josh episode of classic miscommunication trope. You know, like a, a piss poor game of telephone canonically and um, episodically speaking, you know? Classic Drake and Josh or iCarly or anything is just a, a silly miscommunication that ends up blowing up into it's it snowballs into absurdity. Okay, that was the Nickelodeon sort of mold for the Play-Doh that was Dan Schneider Productions. Okay, this episode is sponsored by Factor. Sometimes I'm the most talented chef to ever live. And sometimes I want to heat up my daily sustenance rations and be done with it. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day so easy with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are restaurant quality that are 100% ready to heat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. You can discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like snacks, smoothies, midday bites, and more. You can sign up and save. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. It's flexible for your schedule as well. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. I just ordered mine for this week, and I'm about to tear into this shredded chicken taco bowl. So what are y'all waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Head to factormeals.com slash broski50 and use code broski50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while the subscription is active. That's code broski50 at factormeals.com slash broski50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while the subscription is active. Envy. Envy is the intense desire to have an item that someone else possesses. The Bible says the following in Proverbs 14.30. A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. That's a good one, too. A sound heart is life to the body, but envy, envy, my boy, is rottenness to its bones. Rottenness to its very bones. I could narrate an audiobook. I can narrate an audiobook with an entire cast of characters, and I could come up with a different voice for each one. Other biblical texts which mention envy for all those out there interested and curious, with an open heart. For all those Broski Nation members out there with an open heart, this one's for you. Other biblical texts which mention envy include Job 
Psalm, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Galatians, and James. Can you believe I know how to pronounce all those? Kindness. Here's the cure. Kindness cures envy by placing the desire to help others. We're kind of getting repetitive at this point, okay? We fucking understand. We get it. Jesus. The desire to jerk off kindness on others is actually going to be the cure. Kindness cures envy by placing the desire to help others above the need to supersede them. Love that. Absolutely adore that. Other people are not your competition. What is that Rosalia line? Rosalia, is it Saoko? A cada copia que ves, tú dale tu bendición. Y yo no quiero competir. That's it. Si no hay comparación. Okay, so in that, that's in Motomami. Is it? Yeah, it is. That, that's Motomami, the song. Con la cadena hasta el pie. El diablo, el corazón. Y tú no creas que es sweet tu bonbon lleno de licor. Okay, moto, mami. Okay, here it is. A cada copia que ves, tú dale tu bendición. For each copy you see, for every carbon copy of like your archetype of woman that you see, you give them your blessing because they can't compete where they can't compare, right? Now, this mentality is kind of damaging because they can't compete where they can't compare. That's kind of doing a superseding rivalry, like hierarchy thing, right? Which we're not trying to do. We are trying to say there is no ranking. Okay. Yo no quiero competir si no hay comparación. Can't compete where you don't compare because it's not a competition. It's not a competition. Why are we comparing and competing anyway? You know what I mean? Just because another flower is beautiful does not mean your flower is not beautiful too. Different strokes for different folks. Stroke is crazy when it comes to fan fiction writing. Like his stroke, that's crazy. That's so visceral. His stroke. The stroke of his member? What am I, a med student? The gentle caress and stroke of his member? That's what we're really doing? That's, we can do better than that. We can do better than member. I feel like I'm a, like, almost said something I couldn't. Con la cadena hasta el pie de diable, la, de diable el corazón. No te crea que es sweet tu bonbon lleno de licor. Okay, moto mami. Pesa mi tatami, hitalo tsunami, oh. Okay, moto mami, final origami, cruda los achimi, oh. Moto mami, moto mami, moto mami, moto mami, moto mami, moto mami. Moto mami, moto mami. Okay, the seventh deadly sin. Hoorah, hoorah, we made it to the end of the episode. Hoorah, army strong, army strong. Thank you for your service, thank you for your service, thank you for your service. Me to all the little mini me's in my brain. Thank you for your service. Uh, purple heart, purple heart. You get a purple heart. Okay. We made it to the end of the seven deadly sins. 
fucking seven hour long bit. I have been talking and screaming about the seven deadly sins for like what feels like 16 weeks at this point. We got to the, thank you so much for your service. Thank you so much for your service. Service to the realm. Service to the dragonborn. Nos falta uno. Can anyone remember the final seventh deadly sin? What have we not covered? Say it on three if you can guess it. One, two, three. Pride. Yeah, for all you gay people. <laughs> By the way, gay people, not allowed in Broski Nation anymore. Better luck next year, okay? Better luck next year. Way, way too many Trixie Cosmetics pop-up shops were happening. We had got to shut that shit down. That is bad for my economy. Pride is an excessive view of oneself without regard for others. Okay? Now, the Bible says the following in Jeremiah 9, 23 through 24. Jeremiah says, let not the mighty man boast of his might, but let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me. Okay, we're almost there, team. So let him boast of how much he fucking loves this dude, how much he loves the JC. Pride is also mentioned in the following verses, Proverbs 8.13, Proverbs 16.18. You guys know these. I don't have to keep drilling them into your head. Romans, Corinthians, Galatians, and James. Humility. The solution, humility, cures pride. By removing one's ego and boastfulness, therefore allowing the attitude of service. Okay. Let Christ... Be the corner service station of your heart. Let Christ be the 7-Eleven service station of your heart. The buckies of your heart. If you'll just approve the funding, if you'll just approve that Christ-like funding of the Bucky's construction in your heart. And the Bucky's construction in the parking lot of your heart. Open your curiosity to it. Okay. Service to others. Put others above yourself. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Now, I think they could have switched up the plot here with the seven deadly sins. I think, you know, some of them could have been, like, not about others. It could have been, like, and then the dogs. You have to let them sleep in the bed with you. And, and the animals must always have a warm fire to sleep in front of when the windows get foggy and their little noses turn wet and cold. That should have been the eighth deadly sin. Is leaving a puppy outside in the snow. Pride, envy, wrath, sloth, greed, gluttony, and lust. All right, guys, let's get started on the Hulu series. Who's going to take the seven deadly sins and cast them into a season of Big Brother? And then make it an animated movie. Who's going to do that? Do, like what Disney did with Inside Out, but this one's the seven deadly sins. Imagine how funny that would be. If any studios want to make that, hit me up. That's my idea. Go ahead and my email's in my bio. You can reach out to me on Instagram or TikTok. Uh, you know, I can, I'm really down to sort of workshop that with people. 
we could get some S tier voice acting in the cast. I would I'd be willing to work. I'd be willing to do some of the voices, of course. But there would be others that, you know, in some way or shape or form, I need Sebastian Stan to be on the voice acting cast. I also need Hosier, of course, my boyfriend, Andrew, to be on the soundtrack for the TV show. You know, because sometimes TV shows can have good soundtracks. The Narcos soundtrack? Get into that. Oh, laundry's done. The laundry is done, everyone. So when we cast the Seven Deadly Sins animated feature short film, and I'm co-stars with Sebastian Stan for some reason. He just fits one of the descriptions. Um, then we'll do a premiere. You know, we'll do a, a big premiere at the Broski Nation Drive-In Theater. And uh, we're only serving gluten-free buns on our burgers now because guess what? I can't have gluten. You guys can't have gluten. Okay? If I can't win, no one wins. If I'm not eating good, no one's eating good. That's kind of how the rule goes. It's the golden rule, but the opposite. Okay? I treat you how I get treated. Right? What the fuck is a Celtic knot? Eternal love. Boring. In terms of meaning, the Celtic knot is a symbol of eternal love, representing the connection between two people and the love and loyalty that binds them together. Okay. It also represents the interconnectedness of all living things. And the continuity of life. I just started thinking about me and my song yesterday, which is the Ouroboros. <laughs> it's this, it's the Ouroboros, which is the snake eating itself. I don't know if y'all have ever seen this symbol before. It's the snake eating itself, and it represents how time cannibalizes itself and you know we are our who we are and, and all that. It's also the ending and beginning of time, I think. Let's see if I was right. The Ouroboros has many meanings, including eternity, the cycle of birth and death, eternal cyclical renewal, I love that, the transmigration of souls, the unity of opposites, self-reflection and self-transcendence, and infinity. The Ouroboros has been used across many cultures, including Norse mythology and Christianity. Yeah, so the Ouroboros is the snake devouring itself. I've always thought of it as like a rebirth sort of thing. Someone just put this photo and put the big, bold Instagram meme caption text on it and said, why does it eat itself? Is it stupid? <laughs> and then I kept seeing other, I kept seeing memes that just said, is it stupid? And they put the bow on it, the little coquette raccoon bow. Is it stupid? It just made me laugh for some reason. I don't know. I've got this poster over here I keep looking at. It's Andor. And Diego Luna's face is really big at the top. And I look over and I always think, because I'm fucking high. I look over and I think that it's a man in my room. And it's just Diego Luna. Yeah, just Diego Luna. And what's his name from Mamma Mia? The one from Mamma Mia who had the eyes on his knees. Bend that ass over. Eyes on the knees. Stupid. Um, yeah, he's the one that... Bill. Or is that his real name? Bill Skarsgård. No, he's Stellan Skarsgård. Who the fuck had eyes on their knees? Mama... Mama Mia! There I go again! Mama Mia! Eyes on knees. Yeah. Bill Anderson! I am so smart! Bill Anderson... 
Um, what's his name? Pierce Brosnan. I did not know Pierce Brosnan was Irish, by the way. To build on what I was talking about in the last episode, I need an Irishman more than I need Arrow Water. It's been a week and I still literally think about Irishman every single day. And now Paul Mescal's chicken shop date just came out and it's so funny and he's so charming. And I, Amelia is a fucking God warrior because I don't know how she sits through these interviews with these men and like holds her own. I don't know how she does it. She's literally a God warrior. Like to sit there and flirt with Paul Mescal. Mescal. Okay. Um, I can pronounce Sersha right. Okay. And look at how it's spelled. Sersha. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Andrew Scott and Paul Mescal. I need to see that movie. I think where they're kissing on each other. They're kissing and licking and rubbing on each other. I need to check that shit out. I need to check that shit out. That shit, that shit's made for people like me. That media is made to be consumed by people like me. Okay. Mama Mia. Mama Mia. Where was the second one filmed? The Island of Vis. Not real. That's actually not real. Oh, it's in Croatia. It is real. <laughs> I was like, oh, they made up an island for the for the thing. Oh, no, it's real. Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again was filmed across a number of stunning regions, including Croatia, Bordeaux, Stockholm, Oxford, and Hampton. The majority of scenes were shot on the Croatian island of Vis, which boasts its own unique charm with sandy beaches and white limestone cliffs. That is gorgeous. That tower above crystal clear waters. My friends have started saying this. Oh, that's real pretty. If you're like, what do you think of this? Do you think, or if something's really ugly, they'll say, oh, that's real pretty. Oh, that's real pretty. That's a good one. Also, Nashville Cash and I FaceTime sometimes, and he started doing this thing to me, and I was like, that's so good. I'm going to steal it. I'll be talking, I'll be doing something, and he'll do this. <laughs> so I'll describe what I just did for the audio listeners. I'll be halfway through talking about something like going really fast and he'll put his finger to his lip like to be quiet like shh and then he'll start kind of like tracing his jawline like he's admiring his own jawline in the mirror. I think that is so fucking funny. I don't know. Maybe I didn't describe it well enough. But if you're like, I know right and then I told her and then someone just goes shh. And starts just like that's so funny. Shh. Like Oh, why are we being quiet? It's just for reason. Uh-huh. 100% absolutely. I'm addicted to it, y'all. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know and I'm damn sorry. Okay? I'll tell you what. That is bloody lovely. That is really... That's me for real. That's me as fuck, dude. That is bloody lovely. Okay, subscribe to the Broski Report channel. Rate me five stars on anything. If you're feeling Christian in this moment, I am so sorry for whatever the fuck this episode was. It was not coherent. Um, just babbling like a child. Just babbling. Me, that's me every week. This mic is my binky. I'm sucking on this like it's my binky. Ah! That's me on this set, okay? Why did I say that? What am I talking about?
Rate me five stars if you want. Okay? There is absolutely no pressure. I totally understand. Um, subscribe to my main YouTube channel, Brittany Broski, if you care. And uh, we've got Broski Report merch. Broski.shop. Get it while you can. Get it while it lasts. Okay? That's actually a lie. It's being made to order. So it's you guys can order it for however long as you want it, obviously. Honestly. Like, the minute we're kind of like, oh, no one really cares anymore. We'll, pro we'll probably shut it down. But it's for you guys, you know? Okay, I love you guys. It's been so, so, so seriously real. And do you like my new hair? It's it's kind of more warm chestnut on top. I'm kind of living, loving, laughing. Laughing largely, LOLing. Okay, bye y'all. <laughs>